Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. My name's Moshe. And I'm Natasha. And we are a married couple that has been doing this podcast for years. And if you're listening to this, the odds are you already know this information. But what you might not know is that Natasha and I had a real disagreement today. Oh, my God. No. Okay. I would really like to know what people think about this. I don't want to be painted. We went to a I don't really... Want to be, I don't want to be painted on this podcast as the guy that does disgusting stuff. I just want to say... Uh, you know, different people have different standards of what disgusting is. So go ahead and tell us. Okay, so we went to this really nice paella restaurant last night. Paella. We had some leftovers. Spanish food. Um, it was chicken pollo paella minus the chorizo that came with it. We did not get that part, but it was delicious. Because I, I don't fuck with no hog. And then when we got home, all of a sudden our daughter started screaming, Pablo, Pablo, he's eating the food. Now, Pablo, you may know. He was one stuck of the- in the bag. Pablo, you may know, is one of the frequent repeat guests here on uh, on the Endless Honeymoon podcast. You might have seen him uh, lounging desperately in the background, uh, yelping or nibbling on a carrot. He is my dog, and he is always up to no good. Right. So then I saw him almost getting, you know, around his neck. There was like the paper bag that it came in, and he was trying to get it off. And he was he was cheek deep in some paella. And so then when we were, but then most, then I looked at the pie thing. It looked really clean this morning. I was like, wait, did, did we stop Pablo before he ate it? I would call it snout deep in paella. Snout deep. So Moshe told me, no, he never ate it. So then I, I cooked all the paella. And then when I served it to him, we were eating it. Moshe's Today, like, we were having leftovers. He said, wait, there, there's only one piece of chicken in here. There was like four. So then we deduced that Pablo had, in fact, snouted the food. So I stopped eating it after my two bites. However, Moshe proceeded to eat two bowls of it. I ate the whole thing. And here's the real question we have for you folks. I hope this is I know that this is compelling podcasting. It's definitely relatable, honey. I I tried desperate. Natasha has this thing where she won't eat. And I'm always trying to get her. If it's gross. She stopped eating. I started lying. I said, you know what? I now remember there was one piece of chicken in there. You know, what I need to admit to you at this point is that last night, Pablo did burp in my face because I, I remember thinking, wow, that's what a dog burp is like. And then I got to admit, it did smell a bit like uh, like old Barcelona. I, I smelled the smells of the of the ancient naval power of España, the people that uh, the people that hired Columbus, the people that took over South America in a campaign of wanton genocide and spreading their religion by the book or the sword. I smelled the smells of Spain. So why did you keep eating it? That doesn't gross you out to well, know that the dog with his disgusting breath was like eating our chicken? First of all, it was two, It was 24 hours ago. These are leftovers. They were in the fridge. So I figured the cold of the fridge probably neutralized any dog energy. What? Yeah, just like dog energy gone. But also it's like I wanted the paella. I'm not going to let a dog having scrumped a little bit of it keep me from eating a, a lovely lunch. What did you have for lunch? I had two almond cookies. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm feeling the magical uh, warm waters of the Mediterranean and imagining a beautiful flamenco dancer. Hey, listen, I wanted to keep eating it. It was delicious. It was this place called 
uh, Lokita in Santa Barbara. I don't know why you're doing a plug to this restaurant. But why not? It was amazing food. Here's the question, folks. Do you eat the food? If your dog <laughs> snouts the food, do you eat the food? Are you a princess like uh, Natasha here? Or are you a Spanish warrior? Are you a conquistador? That's what I did to that food. I conquistadored it. I, I got it. I think um, dogs eat their butts like all day long. And I'm not trying to share food right. that almost does kind of look like dog food with a dog. Well, first of Nothing all. Nothing against paella. That's an insult to paella. <laughs> and you're about to get canceled straight up. You, you know that the it Spanish doesn't... cuisine Twitter, <laughs> it, they ride harder than almost anybody else. Listen, would you eat the food? That's the real question for you. Would you eat the food with Pablo's spit all over it? I don't even think it was on there. You know what? It was what? definitely expensive food. He ate what he ate. I don't know if you've seen the... the um, I think I think there's a certain... Maybe if it was like my favorite food ever. Or what if the world was ending? And then you, all, the only living beings were you and um, and, and a dog. Much of like course I would eat it Tom then. The recent Tom Hanks film on Apple TV. Of course I would eat it then. But I don't know if you've noticed, but the world is thriving right now. The world is actually <laughs> killing it right now. Honestly, Omicron, bring it on. That's what I say. Omicron, bring it on. Uh, I feel like it's a mild one. I feel like, you know, the people that at the beginning... Moshe, don't start <laughs> prescribing what? things. You don't know. I know. Listen, listen. as a podcast host, I feel it's only responsible for me to tell you, we, as a podcast, support Omicron spreading parties. So, so if you find somebody in your social life that has Omicron, invite them and their children over for a close-knit sauna-preferred gathering. Breathe into each other's faces, sing Our Eyes Are Watching God, and try to get that Omicron spreading because you'll get some really good anti... Trust me, I host a podcast. I know what I'm talking about. You get some hot antibodies. Omicron-y antibodies are the, kind of the hottest antibodies right now. Okay, and I want, um, I want to do a poll. Let us know, is there still a pandemic? <laughs> no, nah, man. It's time for us to get back out there. But listen... Folks, there was somebody on Twitter the other day that said their name, their first name was like Moshe, quote, I'm still wearing my mask for a while. <laughs> Casher. I'm like, that seems a little too much. It's just a little too much. Do not fetishize the pandemic, but do eat the paella. That's what I say. All right. Well, let's just take some calls or listen to some secrets or whatever we do on this podcast. Well, we actually do both things on this podcast, but. Natasha, since you're new here, I'll let you know that every Friday we release what's called a secret dump where we only listen to a few secrets. And that's what I thought we might want to do. Okay, well, let's bring it on. Let's let her rip. And, or as they say in the homeland of my, uh, of my favorite cuisine, Andale. Hello. I'm just calling in um, post uh, second date with the guy that I'm really interested in. Um, I had to cut the date a little bit early because um, right after we finished our round of mini golf, I started not feeling so hot. I went up to pay my tab um, and threw up inside my mask uh, right at the checkout. Swiftly walked to the bathroom. Um, again, began to throw up some more in my mask made full-blown eye contact with a woman um, across the room playing mini-golf, completely covered in vomit, and then I had to call my date from inside the bathroom to tell him that I needed him to leave uh, because I was too embarrassed to see him after that. So, anyways, 
Um, hopefully we can go out for a second date. I did really like him. Um, you know, we'll see. Anyways, love you guys. Uh, take care. Bye. You see, this is the best argument for the N95 mask I've ever heard. Not the KN95, not that cloth shit. Oh, the not, one that's like a painter's mask. Not that gator. No, you get a KN, you get an N95 on your face with that kind of claustrophobic, I'm painting a house feeling where the metal bars kind of dig into your skin. You can throw up inside that mask all day long. You got what's called a hermetic seal. And then you just bop over to the mini golf bathroom. You plop your mask up. A, a, a little pile of vomit comes out. And you think to yourself, mmm, paella. I got to say, you give me some vomit. As long as I have a bathroom, I'm cleaning myself up for a hot guy. I could totally do it. You Here's what you do. Discard the mask. You don't have a mask. All businesses have masks. You can get another one. You rinse yourself, rinse yourself, rinse yourself. Get it all off your clothes. Figure it out. Who cares if people are looking at you? And, you know, uh, then somehow get a breath mint or a piece of gum and just rinse, rinse, soap, soap. No? This is psychotic. Why? It, on every level. First of all, you're going to smell like puke. You're, you didn't smell like puke. Then you went into the bathroom. You come out. And you smell like pukey on your sweater. Well, one thing I will that say. That is a good point. Well, well, hold smell. on. Though. One thing I will say to you, which is, is a good point, is that you don't even need to get the mask. You emerge from the bathroom having had an extreme political change of heart. You walk in with the mask. You come out. You go, you know, I was in the toilet thinking to myself, this fucking mask shit has gone too far. This is a violation of my civil liberties. And then you see if you can radicalize your, radicalize your date. And see if you can't get uh get do some doggy style in the putt putt windmill. Anyway, no. Also, you're leaving out the fact that she feels sick. She's not trying to get dick. She feels sick. No, I could, feel sick equals no dick. I I I know what you mean too. Like being in a car with someone, like you would smell the vomit. Yeah, like in yeah. a public place. Although I do remember, like I I was in Hawaii with Chelsea Handler, and we were on a catamaran, and I got really sick. And I just like grabbed a beach towel, went over the one, went, went over to the edge, just vomited in the beach towel really nicely, like twisted it up and then like hit it underneath one of the seats. You didn't throw it in the ocean? I might have done that. I don't remember. I was remember. gonna say we're gonna contact the Hawaii Tourism Authority <laughs> because that's frowned upon to bring your mainland vomit. No, it definitely in, was the not delicate ecosystem. But what I'm saying is, I very easily could have vomited all along the side of the catamaran. Those things like are all like an inner tube, you know, and you could have just had vomit spread all over. I like to try to contain my vomit whenever possible. Good for you. But that's that is a hard first, one. It's actually the first thing that I really felt attracted to you about. I was like, wow, that woman has extremely contained vomit. Well, you hate vomit, Moshe. More than anything else in the world. Give me shit all day long. I'll clean shit with a grin on my face. A shit cleaning grin even. But you puke in front of me, I'm puking too. I can't okay, feel. Well, here's what, something I have to tell you. There is no way you're getting a second date. Oh yeah. You I, call your date from the bathroom they think and you're, you're lying, like first of all. You're like, "Hey, um, you have to leave. I'm too embarrassed." Right. He thinks you're lying and that you're actually I don't fucking know. the assistant manager of the mini golf in the in his office or, or something. Or you're crazy. I don't know. I mean, I you'd have to have such a good rapport for that to work. I don't know what the answer is though. I don't know what I I would do cuz my idea, you're right. I would kind of smell like vomit if I scrub myself up. You, you know what you do? I would ask to maybe change clothes with somebody. 
what do you mean a patron at the mini golf place would come out and say hey this is a desperate times call for desperate measures i'm on a first date and i need your outfit and you can wear this vomit soaked no i, I wouldn't i would at least escape and go see if there was any clothing shops like right next door or something or maybe like a pro shop now, that would be shops. that would be funny yeah, they have pro shops at mini golf places. now that would be very funny if you walk to the bathroom you're like, excuse me i just have to pee real quick and you come out head to toe in mini in mini golf <laughs> memorabilia <laughs> And you say, what's up? What's the next part of our date? I love this place. I have to say. You know what? You did the right thing. I I, I don't. There's no answers. It, that is such a hard one. Um, God, did you get a second date? Just call him and say you'll fuck him. That That is one option. If you call him and say, listen, I know that was abrupt last time. I will fuck you. Okay. But if I was in my pro golf or mini golf, head to toe paraphernalia, you know, I would still come out and say, listen, I don't feel that good i have to go home um but if you want you could try to figure out what happened but could you drive me home and then can we go on a date another time i i think i would do the calling i think is really bizarre i would do what she did let's play another secret hi so i'm doing the secret spotlight i'm currently walking my dog so i guess i'm not really doing this in secret and also this just happened yesterday so it's not like a deepest darkest secret because i haven't really kept it a secret for very long um, but I'm probably going to keep it a secret. Basically, I went on a first date yesterday, and the guy, um, literally showed me a video from his dash cam of him accidentally hitting a pedestrian. Um, the pedestrian got up. Well, like, he actually didn't fall. The pedestrian just kind of kept walking and was like, you're good, man. Don't worry about it. Um... And I know that that's, like, the biggest red flag that exists, but I'm probably going to go on a second date with him. Um, we'll see. But, yeah, love the podcast. Yeah, vehicular, near vehicular. Like, was he on his phone? Attempted vehicular manslaughter is a bit of a red flag in the <laughs> early days of dating. Hmm. Well, the guy got up. That's the part where I'm kind of, like, forgiving him a little You're bit. You're forgiving of anyone using their phones while driving. You know, Natasha, you always find a way to bring up my phone use on this podcast. And I know that our listeners are really tired of it. They've been emailing me directly and they all say, and I'm talking unanimously, Natasha's a little too harsh on you about your phones. Phones are a new part of the landscape with which we live. They are uh, uh, just another digital interface uh, to make our lives more easy. That's what they all say. So um, I do feel like I've heard of two separate people talking about tragic accidents of people getting hit by cars recently. And I do think that everyone is on their phone. And it's just something we should all remember when crossing the street and so driving. Right. You are so right. I do remember. I remember growing up before cell phones really got like a market share like they have that no one they hadn't even invented the phrase run over before before that. No one had ever been hit by a car. This is a new and modern phenomena. Natasha. I'm I'm joking with you. But here's what's here's why your joke isn't really that funny is because um 100% of people are in the you can't even go out on the town anymore without your cell phone because you have to do a fucking QR code to eat at a restaurant. Natasha, it shocks me to hear you say that you have some misgivings about um cell phone technology. This is new information to me and it's something I think we're going to have to talk about in couples counseling because I did not know this about you. All right, well, listen. Next thing you tell me, you're going to tell me you like Victorian-era velvet throw pillows. Okay, well, here's the thing. That is a red flag. The guy, 
almost hit somebody, he accidentally showed you? No, he showed her on purpose. That's the red flag. Oh, like, check he out this pedestrian I just nearly murdered. Yeah. I mean, unless you have like super dark senses of humor and something like that had never happened before. Can I be honest? I would show someone if I really liked them uh, a video of me hitting a pedestrian. On the first date. If they were the guy got up and was like, you're all good, man. I would show that video because I would think if this person laughs at this, then then they'll laugh at everything I say from now on. I would not have babies with you if you showed me that on our first date. Well, Natasha, it's a good thing we started dating before they invented cell phones because I would have probably showed you that. But when we started dating back in 72, it wasn't even an option. We drove down the Sunset Boulevard in my Cadillac Coupe de Ville uh, all the way down to the Surfrider, Sunset Surfrider Beach. You know, we shared a couple of orange Juliuses. We had a couple of corn dogs, and then we took in a double feature at the drive-in. Those were the days. Um, Natasha. Yes? Would you like to hear one more secret? Yeah, let's hear another one. These are good. Hey, it's me again, and I am sending you this message with so one second. <clears throat> with so much joy because I finally unclogged my toilet. Yes, I'm the girl who clogged her toilet and pooped all over her backyard and barely all those little, you know what I'm saying. Anyway, so one thing you guys didn't know is that... <laughs> Is that I um I try everything. Don't worry, like I try everything before I call you guys. I try like throwing like you know Damrid, uh, not Damrid, like Drano, and like you know even like putting my hand all the way there. I try everything, and it didn't work. But I went to Amazon. <laughs> Got this amazing plunger. It's not like a plunger. It's like even better than that. It's like the big daddy of the plungers. And I'm just, it's good. I have my toilet bag and I am not going to do what I did again, okay? But I want you guys to listen to this because I haven't listened to this in like three weeks. Wow. And the water went down all the way. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of couldn't follow what was happening, but whatever her, her vibe is and her attitude towards life, I'm there for, and I want to be more like that. She's having a good old time. You know, that I'm so glad you said that, Natasha, that you want to have her vibe more. <laughs> because I'm listening to this woman. I'm thinking to myself, this woman who sounds by her accent like she could theoretically be Spanish, from Spain, home of paella, and was willing to put her raw hand into the toilet to try to remove her own blockage that she had made with her poo-poo butt in order to get to shitting again. If she's willing to go on that aventura and you're not willing <laughs> to have a freaking bite of Pablo paella... I just got to say, she's got the joie de vivre that I want more of in my life. And I love that she said she tried everything except, uh, what are those people called who come and fix when you have a clogged toilet? 
Oh yeah, a plumber. You can't say you tried everything if you didn't call the professional that actually fixes toilets. This lady screaming over a flushing toilet. I love it. I love her. What's the disease you get from eating shit again? Food poisoning? Hepatitis? No. Leukemia. I think it's leukemia. It's lupus. It's got to be. Oh, it's uh, Ehlers-Danner. Well, um, I think that that is disgusting to grab your own shit, but... I could see that you guys might be kindred spirits because you told me that when you were young, you shit on your hand in your hand. First of all, we got a complaint about this. Uh, I can't stop this. thinking about that. Well, it's okay. really kind of like we've we've made love plenty of times since disturbing. that episode. So clearly, you have been able to stop thinking about it enough to find me incredibly attractive. And uh, I got to tell you, I find you incredibly attractive too. Not only do I find you incredibly attractive, Natasha. Yeah. But I love you. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> 